Hi, everyone. Welcome back for another episode of Mindfulness Over Matter. This week, we are going to continue exploring mindfulness interventions that can help you cope with symptoms of anxiety, depression, as well as distressing thoughts and feelings. Last week, I introduced mindfulness-based stress reduction and offered a brief introduction to how this therapeutic program can help people cope with anxiety, depression, and stress. We also practiced mindfulness exercises where we played with shifting our attention from focus to awareness. I hope you all found some time to practice this exercise throughout your week. This week, we are going to continue exploring mindfulness interventions and strategies that you can implement into your life if you find yourself living with anxiety or depression. Even if you do not have a diagnosis or display the typical symptoms of depression or anxiety, it is likely that many of us still battle difficult and distressing thoughts, feelings, and sensations on a daily basis. These exercises are available and helpful for everyone. I wonder how many of you experience living with an inner critic, an internal dialogue or voice which typically appears as your own, but has likely been influenced by external factors throughout the course of your life. This voice is usually quick to judge what you do, say, or feel. Often it's negative, harsh, critical, and it usually makes us feel worse about ourselves, unworthy, or even flawed. Many of us are continually harassed by an inner judge who is merciless, nitpicking, demanding, and always seems to be on alert. It can make us feel or think that something is fundamentally wrong with us, that we're weak or hopeless, and many of us struggle to control and fix what we feel like is basically a flawed self. Through my work as a psychotherapist and mindfulness and meditation practitioner, I have worked with and learned from many clients who experience and live with psychological distress due to a sense of perceived unworthiness. It's as if many of us live in a trance under the control of this inner critic who has led us to believe that we should act, think, and feel a certain way. And if we somehow do not measure up to this convoluted and impossible standard, we are somehow less than and proceed to beat ourselves up for it. But there is a way out of this toxic relationship many of us unknowingly have with ourselves, and that is through practicing mindfulness and self-compassion. In order for us to truly move past the power and influence of the inner critic, we must engage in self-compassion, which depends on honest, direct contact with our own vulnerability. Compassion can fully blossom when we actively offer care and love to ourselves and others. To help you address feelings of insecurity and unworthiness, there is a meditation, or rather an exercise, called R-A-I-N, or RAIN, an easy-to-remember tool that can help you deal with distressing symptoms, thoughts, feelings, and sensations. The acronym RAIN, first coined about 20 years ago by Michelle McDonald, has four simple steps. R for recognize what is going on. A Allow the experience to be there, just as it is. I, investigate with kindness. N, natural awareness, which comes from not identifying with the experience. These four steps encourage us not to be so hard on ourselves whenever we experience challenging thoughts and feelings. Let's break down each section a little in more detail. R stands for recognizing. This means consciously acknowledging in any given moment 
the thoughts, feelings, and behaviors that are affecting you. The first step out of the trance of unworthiness and insecurity is by simply recognizing that we are stuck in old patterns and ways of thinking. Here, it is key to recognize how you might be living under the influence of painfully constricting beliefs, emotions, and physical sensations. Some signs that you might find it challenging to recognize these unhelpful influences include the presence of a critical inner voice, feelings of shame or fear, anxiety, or the weight of depression. It is important to note that different people respond to a sense of unworthiness in different ways. Some of us might distract ourselves by staying busy. Some may try very hard to prove themselves as valuable. Others might be terrified of failure. And some of us may become so discouraged or even paralyzed to do anything at all. Some of us might become dependent on substances or engage in other addictive behaviors as a way of avoiding shame, fear, or other distressing emotions, thoughts, or memories. Any of these coping mechanisms are unhelpful and likely result in problematic and destructive outcomes for the self and others. Some of us are at war with ourselves for a very long time, never realizing how our inner critic or self-judgment keeps us from finding genuine connection with ourselves and others. Many of us try to live in harmony with others, and oftentimes we find a way of living in accordance with the expectations of others which we then internalize. When we inevitably fall short of this standard that we don't genuinely believe in or feel connected to, we condemn ourselves for it. Though it may sound daunting and depressing, learning to recognize that we are in an internal struggle with ourselves is very empowering. As you become increasingly mindful of your self-judgment and feelings of inadequacy and unworthiness, your desire to free yourself from this inner prison and self-inflicted pain might grow. It is important to note that the recognizing or our step in the RAIN exercise may be challenging at first. However, therapy is an excellent way to help you begin to recognize the beliefs, memories, and influences that have shaped your present patterns, feelings, thoughts, and behaviors, as well as your inner critic. A stands for allowing which means letting the thoughts, emotions, feelings, or sensations that have been recognized simply exist. Typically, when we have a difficult experience, we react in one of three ways. Judgment, numbing our feelings, or distracting ourselves completely. Many of us resist feeling the rawness and the unpleasantness of what is actually happening by finding a way of withdrawing from the present moment. We can allow our feelings by taking a moment to pause with the intention to relax and breathe through our desire for resistance and let the experience be just as it is. It is important to emphasize that when we allow our thoughts and emotions to be as they are, that does not mean that we agree with what we are thinking and feeling. Rather, we honestly acknowledge the presence of our judgment as well as the painful feelings underneath. By allowing thoughts and feelings to be as they are, we're able to really understand the depth and complexity of our being. This is where we are able to create space for ourselves between stimuli and response. This moment of allowing gives us the opportunity to interrupt old patterns, feel what's really there, and offer ourselves gentleness and compassion 
so that we can move forward. The I stands for investigating, meaning we proceed from a place of curiosity, the desire to know truth, and direct a focused attention to our present experience. You can do this by taking a moment to ask yourself, what is happening inside me? This can help you recognize what you're feeling, but takes it a step further as a more active kind of inquiry. You might ask yourself questions like, what is demanding my attention the most? What sensations am I experiencing in my body? What am I believing right now? And what purpose does this feeling serve? You might notice hollowness or shakiness, then discover a sense of unworthiness and shame masked by those feelings. Unless you bring these thoughts, feelings, and sensations into awareness, your unconscious beliefs and emotions will control your experience and perpetuate your identification with a limited version of yourself. According to Tara Brach, when we behave in hurtful, reactive ways, it's because we're caught in some kind of painful trap. The more we investigate the source of our suffering, the more we cultivate a compassionate heart towards ourselves and others. Compassion arises naturally when we mindfully contact our suffering and respond with care. As you practice the RAIN exercise, see which intentional gesture of kindness most helps you soften or open your heart. Many people find healing by gently placing a hand on the heart or their cheek, by gently telling themselves a message of care, or by visualizing being showered in warm, radiant light. What matters is that once you have investigated and connected with your suffering, respond by offering care to your own heart. When the intention to awaken self-love and compassion is sincere, the smallest gesture, even if initially it feels awkward, will still serve you well. N stands for natural loving awareness. This occurs when identification with the ego is loosened. This practice of non-identification means that our sense of self is not fused with any limiting emotions, sensations, or stories. We begin to experience and live from a place of openness. Though the first three steps of RAIN require some intentional activity, there's nothing to do for this last part of RAIN. You can simply rest in natural awareness. To quote Tara Brach, RAIN is a practice for life meeting our doubts and fears with the healing presence. Each time you are willing to slow down and recognize, oh, this is the trance of unworthiness. This is fear. This is hurt. This is judgment. You are poised to decondition the old habits and limiting self-beliefs that imprison you. Gradually, you'll experience natural loving awareness as the truth of who you are more than any story you ever told yourself about being not good enough or basically flawed. We each have the conditioning to live for long stretches of time, imprisoned by a sense of deficiency, cut off from realizing our intrinsic intelligence, aliveness, and love. The greatest best thing we can give ourselves is to recognize the pain of this trance and regularly offer a cleansing reign of self-compassion to our awakening hearts. I hope you found this week's episode of Mindfulness Over Matter helpful. For this week's mindfulness challenge, I encourage you to practice the RAIN exercise and see if it makes a difference. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to next week.